0: three, two, one. How's everybody doing out there? You're listening to the JP Pod. I'm JP.
1: I'm fiddling, Leona.
0: How's everybody doing out there today in the internet world?
1: Suffering from typhoon. Well, if you're in Japan right now, you are.
0: This is a live typhoon episode. So what
1: you call typhoon Pum Poon.
0: Poon Pum. What's the name of it really?
1: <laughs> typhoon Sansan.
0: Yeah, right now we're dealing with about 40 mile an hour. Not too bad. 40 mile an hour winds and pretty, pretty consistent heavy rain. It's uh,
1: getting there though.
0: Yeah, it's it's not bad. I think the, uh, I think it's about to make landfall. Maybe in about three or four hours. Mm. So, not too far from us, just east of us, towards, towards Ch- east of Chiba. Mm. Uh, so, it's going to make landfall. But we've been doing well other than the typhoon. Oh, man. been you,
1: being busy. Been
0: general. very busy. Uh, do you want to talk about what we have done?
1: Um... uh Back in end of September, I believe it was the 3rd...
0: September!
1: No, September, then at July. July.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, why year? I in
1: the future.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But no, uh, back in end of July, mm-hmm. we had a, a small concert at the show in Jinjamae. A
0: mm. um, place called Grand Blah La La. <laughs> To me, it looks like Grand Abre.
1: Grand but
0: when it's pronounced in French, it's a French place,
1: it's like Glot, Abra, whatever, but
0: it was uh, an event that was put on by a good friend of ours named Jean Paul Richard, well that's what the internet says, I don't know if that's really his name or not, his name is Jean Paul Richard, but uh, a great French guy, uh, a good guy that I know. And it's kind of weird. We actually know a, a couple of the same people from France. So, no. so it's a small world after all. But but
1: he's... He organizes an event yeah. uh, twice a month, I believe. Yeah. Over the and night. he
0: sometimes plays there, too. So, so, I
1: think it's coming up. His uh, birthday event is coming up on uh, August the 12th. Uh, we were... Wondering if we can make it to. We
0: might try to make so, it to so, his so. birthday party. Well, so if you're in Tokyo and you hear this, uh, come to the Grand, a- Grand Hot <laughs> in uh, Where is it? Shows you Jinjumai? Show
1: in Jinjumai. Show
0: in Jinjumai. Show in Jinjumai. And so. it's going to be Jean Paul's so, so. birthday at the French restaurant. So there's, there's bound to be good food. Um. Uh, there's going to be good music. We're going to take our instruments. We might jam a few so, or something. Then. So, so. so but
1: the, the concert that we had uh, we had a, a unique set of audience mm-hmm. so
0: it was a very international audience
1: so then everybody was from Washington DC Kentucky uh, Kentucky uh, uh, Boston
0: Boston Chicago
1: Chicago Utah Utah uh, England England France France of uh, Germany uh, Germany
0: and it's Okinawa, Okinawa Sendai, all over Japan,
1: all over Japan. Mm-hmm. So so it was like a, we we had to speak in Japanese and English, English and then somebody has to translate in French. Mm-hmm. It's just like so much.
0: Yeah <laughs> yeah see I went up in there and everybody's like man that guy must be French or something <laughs> talking about me you think so? No, I dress French. I wore a beret.
1: So, so, that was the funniest picture ever. I
0: know. If anybody <laughs> wants to see me in my brain, check out my Facebook page at uh, so, so. facebook.com slash JPMathis, M-A-T-H-E-S. So,
1: so... No, no there. So, that was that was very, like a very at-home uh, feeling, the concert, because we didn't even use a microphone.
0: No, no. It was small place. It was like, it was like a living room, con- like a house so, concert so, so, or
1: something. So. But the people are very... Warm and then it was a very nice concert.
0: Very good, very, very killer.
1: Yes. And um, just past this weekend, weekend mm-hmm. um, we went up to a place called Takarazuka, mm-hmm. which is in Kobe, right?
0: uh, Hyogo. Mm, Kobe, or near Kobe. Okay. Yeah. Do you consider Takarazuka in Kobe? Mm,
1: Kobe area.
0: Ah, true. I guess it is uh-huh. true. I-, I always thought Truckee was its own area, but hmm, the mm. Mm. near Cobay. Um, mm. Hmm. So, so.
1: uh, had a bluegrass festival, forty mm-hmm. sevens bluegrass festival, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was amazing. It was a uh, stop jamming, cooking, just having fun all the way mm. through. Uh, but we're gonna talk about that a yeah. little bit later.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yes. So... I, I will
0: go into a little more details about it later because it kind of ties into my origin story. So-so. I what, hope
1: you guys are remembering you have to listen to his... Part two. His musical background stories.
0: What got me into so, music. So, so.
1: I don't know how long it's going to continue, but you uh, should be aware. Yeah, So, yeah.
0: so. I, I'll fast forward pretty heavy to get to talk a <laughs>
1: But uh so that was what we have done mm-hmm. and uh upcoming show um we may have mentioned it last time mm.
2: just but, briefly uh,
1: briefly um but in uh, august uh nineteenth, mm. which is uh, Sunday mm-hmm. um we will be performing at Sumida Jazz Festival. Sumida about this. Sumida Street Jazz Festival.
0: Is that the official name of it? I believe so. You have a website for it if anybody wants to look at it.
1: Yes. If you you go on to sumida...
0: S-U-M-I-D-A dash...
1: Dash... Jazz. jazz
0: Dot J-P, obviously. Yes.
1: (laughs) And then if you click uh, timetable, you can kind of see who is performing where because they have like almost 30 performance stages, mm-hmm. stores, restaurants, everywhere. So, mm-hmm. um, you can find us through that or artist, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, under
0: Fiddling Leona.
1: Under Fiddling Leona. But
0: not mentioned me, but...
1: Yes. it was a band <laughs> name I had to put in Well,
0: there. that's true, true. There's no reason to put me in there.
1: Yeah, well, I mentioned to you, and then you said to you, it's okay with the Fiddle and Leon. Okay, it.
0: we'll be You just yeah. don't remember it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but anyway, um, we will be performing two different places on this 19th of Sunday. Uh, both are Starbucks coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, one is... Kenshicho Orinasu Store And that would be 2.30 to 3.10
2: mm-hmm.
1: The other one Is Kinshicho Terumina 2 mm-hmm. Store mm-hmm. And that's on the 5 to 5.40 mm-hmm. So both are Starbucks place You uh, can enjoy Starbucks coffee which we are not required to drink
0: right, right 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 their
1: coffee or anything this is a free event
0: yeah you can just Everybody's, come in and watch yes. the music so, so. and you won't get the police called on you or anything like
1: that no so you can just go there if you don't like starbucks coffee you don't have to drink coffee but no. i i appreciate if you would you know, support Starbucks as well.
0: Yeah, this is brought to you by Starbucks (laughs) even though we're telling you not to drink it or something. like Don't worry about it. Don't get anything. Bring a flask in and bring some whiskey, you know.
1: But, uh, (laughs) so we'll be having two different locations uh, performance Mm. on the 19th. Yeah. So the one is 2.30 and then the other one is 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, yeah. So, like I said, if you're not having any anything to do on that day or I believe the festival goes start from 18th of Saturday. Okay,
0: so Saturday Sunday.
1: Yes. And everything is free. Like mm-hmm. I said, music wise, anything is free. Do you
0: know roughly how many stages does it say or... Uh,
1: stages are... 20,
0: 30. 30
1: almost 40, isn't 41. 41
0: stages. Wow. Stages.
1: So they have... All kinds of different music. They've got
0: blues. They've got bluegrass. They've yes. got jazz. They've got a little bit of everything, really.
1: Yes, and then I I am pretty much sure there's no bluegrass or country. You think we're the only one? I think we're the only ones. So, uh, uh,
0: if you if you like bluegrass or country or Americana kind of acoustic music, then and you're in that area, we're your only ball game. So you're going to have to come out and listen to us. Yes.
1: We, you have to.
0: Yeah. So, and, and, and like I say, you can bring you a flask with some whiskey and get you some coffee and just pour a little whiskey in the coffee.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you can bring in Well, anything. if you hide it. Well, <laughs>
0: probably not. Uh, probably not legally.
1: Not, no, but uh, like I said, buying the stuff is not required, but that don't mean you can bring in mm. anything at all. So... Just be aware of yeah.
0: That, be aware actually. of that. So that's
1: for right
0: now. Right. Yes. So so anyway so now I'm going to move into the we'll move into the next part of the show, uh, which is kind of going to blend together two parts. I'm going to go ahead and finish my part two of my musical origin story. So we're going to move straight in. We're going to have to skip mountain story time and non dna in Japan segments this week, and we're going to move straight into.
2: Music time!
0: It's beautiful, isn't it?
1: No, it wasn't. It was not, not
0: beautiful. <laughs> so anyway, so we left off last week in uh, my triumphant story mm. of my uh, interest in music. We left off with me, my mother, and my great-grandmother hanging out at the Down Home oh, uh, Music Club mm. in Johnson City, Tennessee, listening to the bluegrass band Traditional Grass. I see. So I'd already started taking banjo lessons at that point, and and I think maybe that next summer, hmm. uh, in the town where I'm from, in Elizabethan, it's Elizabethan Tennessee, hmm. and uh, there's a famous covered bridge there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's uh, from the uh, late 1800s, hey. and and uh, the covered bridge has a bl- has a not bluegrass, it's a music festival okay. every summer and uh in, in june it's in usually in june uh, they'll have and they'll have bluegrass night they'll have country night and then they'll have like other music night yeah which could be whatever and they have gospel music they have a little bit of everything but everything's sectioned out into nights mm. so my teacher my banjo teacher ec miller was playing at the cover bridge festival mm. and he wanted me to come and play and i'd only been playing a few months mm. And I was pretty nervous, and I'm like, wow, you know, I've never played on stage or whatever. And he's like, no, you need to come down there. Just be down there at, like, 7.30. Be ready. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had no option. Yeah. So, I showed up at uh, 7.30. I was a teenage kid. He throws me up on stage, makes me play Foggy Mountain Breakdown.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. At that point, you could play that okay? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: think that was my third or fourth song. Huh. So makes me play that I play that uh, I receive accolades and praise from everyone around you everybody's like wow that was unreal or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, he was he was mighty surprised Uh, everyone was surprised that I didn't get nervous Mm -hmm. but uh, I for some reason in those situations I don't really ever get nervous Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's just some sort of mental problem that I have
1: I don't think it's a mental problem but some people get nervous
0: some people don't right right but I, I I focused on what I needed to do and I got through the song and and once I did that that was my first uh public performance
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like wow I want to do this all the time so you enjoyed it yeah oh yeah definitely definitely mm-hmm. people clapped and yeah. yeah so that that was good that he invited me because that continued my motivation to keep learning
1: uh-huh so that you'll be able to perform.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wow, that's actually fun.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I always wanted to be like an actor or something. Well,
1: I'm glad you didn't become an
0: actor, but yeah. I always wanted to just stand <laughs> up in front of people and do stuff. <laughs> so that was always one of my dreams. So anyway, so that kind of motivated me to keep with the banjo. So I kept playing and practicing, and and uh, uh, he invited me to a few more events every now and then to play with him as a guest, one mm-hmm. or two songs. Excellent and that kept me kept me going and i went to a bill monroe concert oh. the father of bluegrass music bill monroe and his bluegrass boys mm. uh, actually played one of his final shows in uh, bristol tennessee at the oh. paramount theater and if you don't know bristol tennessee slash virginia is the uh kind of the birthplace of country music mm. So, I went to this Bill Monroe concert, and like I say, he just died a few months later. And uh, uh, so, it was one of the last ones, and I went there, and the band that opened for him was the East Tennessee State University Senior Bluegrass Band. Senior? They were called the Senior Band at That's that awesome. point, because it was the upper-level people. And, oh,
2: I see. And,
0: and a couple of them were actually not even mm-hmm. students. I they see. were older oh, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah but they were kind of the main band from ETSU and they were under the direction of Jack Toddle, who's mm-hmm. a, a great mandolin player, band leader, and teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw them play, and I noticed they had uh, a couple of people that were fairly young. Mm. So I began to wonder... I was in high school at the time, mm. and I, began, I think I was maybe, at that moment, maybe 14. Mm. And I began wondering... Can I get in the college bluegrass band as a high school student? I see. So at my high school, I went to school in Hampton, Tennessee, Go Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the uh, one of the guys that worked at the in the main office there at the high school
2: yeah.
0: uh, was a friend of mine who was a bass player. His name was Ken Thomas. Uh-huh. And uh, I knew that he had taken some of those classes back in the 80s uh-huh. at ETSU some of those bluegrass classes Uh and I'm like, hey, uh, do you think there's it I said, do you know anybody over there? And he's like, well, kinda. Yeah, I took some of those classes. And I'm like, can you call over there and see if I can get in? I want to play with those people. Hmm. So I was real motivated. Uh Like, personally motivated. And so he, you know, at that point in time, there wasn't much of an internet. Mm. So he dug through some phone books and stuff and (laughs) made a few calls and figured out how to get a hold of Jack Toddle. And they said, yeah, for me to come on over and audition in January when the new semester started. Mm. So I went over. It was a snowy day Mm. during the audition. I went over and auditioned and I got in a band. And, uh uh the first semester i was there i was in you know uh one of one of the upper level bands but not the main band Mm. and uh we had a good time and we did well and uh uh, it came up next semester the guy who was in the main band had left Mm. and they had auditions for the top band and at 15 years old i got into the top
1: So, okay, so later on, you know, obviously I went to ETSU, Mm -hmm. but the audition was not really an audition that time. Mm. It was just to show what you can play type of situation. But what you're talking about... It was a little
0: more of an audition for that band back then.
1: So particular ones that if you want to enter, you had to uh, have an audition in order to get in.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah it was a little more that top band was a little more sectioned off i see so i did it and mm-hmm. they didn't have uh, any you know they didn't have very many other banjo players I see. That's and i got band. in and i actually literally stayed there from the time i was 15 uh, all the way through high school uh, undergraduate and graduate school yeah. i stayed in the top band so
1: technically I like what like more
0: than 10 years. Uh, yes, right at 10 years. Right at 10 years. Everybody's like, wow, you're never going to graduate. I'm like, well, I started when I was in high school. So, yeah. so, so, anyway, uh, you know, I did that. I played with the East Tennessee State University Bluegrass Band. And uh, I guess it was uh, towards the, I guess it was my freshman year when he first came. Uh, there was a mandolin player came, Taro Inoue, a mm-hmm. Japanese guy. And uh, Taro. Was friends, or was uh, son, not friends, of Saab in No Way. his father. Mm-hmm. And we've mentioned, we've talked about the Bluegrass 45 oh. Japanese Bluegrass Band before. Mm-hmm. And um, the funny story is, is Jack Toddle's wife, his wife is, uh, her name's Lynn Toddle. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of watching over Taro, oh. kind of making sure he was doing okay. Mm-hmm. So she came up to me and she told me that I must. Take care of him. So I had to, you know, I'm like, okay. So I went over there and I'm like, hey, man, whatever. So we became friends mainly out of the fact that they told me to be his friend. (laughs)
1: Well, maybe you not wanna you might not wanna mention
0: that on this. Well, no, but that was how <laughs> it happened. He
1: made me thinking like you were a nice person. You just wanted no, to behave. No, no,
0: <laughs> no. I literally told him when I went over there. Hey, she told me to come oh, over okay. here and talk to okay, you. Okay, so he knows. Yeah.
1: That, I guess that's
0: all right <laughs> So, so, so anyway, so, so I get up there and uh, uh, you know we we, we become friends and we start playing concerts together throughout uh, East Tennessee, Virginia, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing almost uh, at least once a week so. during the school year. And uh, uh, later on, uh, maybe a couple of semesters later, uh, the next semester or so, we, we kind of get this idea, let's go to Japan since he's from Japan. Mm-hmm. We knew that bluegrass was popular. Uh-huh. We'd heard about his dad's band, the Bluegrass 45 and stuff like that. And we started talking about it, just kind of as, a, even with our teachers and stuff, mm. just kind of as a a dream, mm. thinking that it might not happen.
2: Mm.
0: Well, then, uh, back in uh, back at that point in time, uh, the actor,
2: mm.
0: Billy Bob Thornton,
2: mm-hmm.
0: famous for Sling Blade, mm-hmm. was married to Angelina Jolie.
2: Ooh-hoo.
0: You like Angelina Jolie, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Uh, of Tomb Raider fame and other movies. Girl Interrupted and uh, I can't think of anything else, but <laughs> Salt. <laughs> lots, of, lots of other movies. Yes. But uh, so we were, you know, we were thinking about trying to have fundraisers and stuff to raise money to go to Japan and stuff. Yeah. But uh, the, the lady, uh, Dr. Jean Haskell, who was the director of the Center for Appalachian Studies at that mm-hmm. time. She was sitting in her office one day. Mm-hmm. The phone rang, mm-hmm. and it was uh, a lawyer, the lawyer of Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and he needed, he wanted to donate some money
2: mm-hmm. to
0: something to do with Appalachian music because he's also a musician. Yeah, plays kind of hillbilly rock music. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to donate some money. Uh, he and Angelina Jolie to something to do with Appalachian music. Mm-hmm and she it clicked in her head she said you know ching 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 she said I've got this the thing we're trying to send our band to Japan mm-hmm. so lo and behold we got the funding
2: mm-hmm.
0: instantly to fund the whole trip yeah uh, or most of the trip yes yeah. and uh, uh, even enough money to send a film crew with us yes. to make a documentary mm-hmm. a documentary film about our yes. first trip abroad and uh we, uh, uh, you know, we we planned the trip and we we got ready and we was going to Japan. I'd never been anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd never <laughs> been anywhere besides maybe Florida. That was but, the farthest I had been. Yeah. Florida and Washington DC. Mm. And so I'm going to Japan. So, so we uh, we 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 get on the plane. Or well, I, I'll tell you the I'll tell you a funny story. Let me see. Yeah, we're good on time. So we're getting ready to go. Uh-huh. we meet at the uh, uh, at the college at East Tennessee State
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, all the members I think they were five band members uh-huh. uh, a photographer and uh-huh. two videographers I see and uh, so basically that's how many what's that like <laughs> eight people oh
2: my gosh Okay. Yeah.
0: so so anyway so we we get ready to go and we're were piled in the van or whatever, this college van. And they said, we had a graduate student at the time whose name was Ajay.
2: Mm.
0: And Ajay was kind of an interesting story on his own.
2: Mm.
0: He was, before he came to ETSU to be a graduate student, he mm. was a physician in India. Mm. And he just suddenly quit his job as a doctor. He loved mandolin so much. Mm. Quit his job, got on an airplane, flew to like, I can't remember of Atlanta or DC or somewhere and then rode a Greyhound bus and showed up at the college. Oh my gosh. But Ajay was, you know, at, he'd been there about a semester or so, so he was the graduate student. Mm. So they sent him, this was during the summertime, to take us in the the van to the not we had, we left from the Knoxville airport. Big time. Yeah, bigger time, Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> so, none of us know what's going on. You know, we don't have much experience mm-hmm. or anything like that. And he pulls up. He comes to get us. And he's like, he's like, do you know where the airport is? And we're like, uh, it's in Knoxville. And he's like, what's Knoxville? He didn't even know where Knoxville wow. was. <laughs> so, at the first moment, we were like, oh, no, whatever. So, we... Uh, a couple of us got together and we figured out enough to explain to him how to Uh get to Knoxville and drop us off so we're getting ready to go and uh, I don't think very many of us had never been on a long you know international trip Mm -hmm. and we had just made CDs Mm. uh, from the ETSU Bluegrass band and uh, the kind of this uh, it was the second CD ever made Mm -hmm. from that from that college and we made that we were going to take that to sell with us Mm -hmm. Well, we've got CDs. I mean, we've got like 500 CDs mm-hmm. everywhere. And, and they told us to pack lightly. They, that was the first rule yes. that they gave us. Yes. But every one of us have the biggest suitcases, the I'm biggest sure. banjo cases.
2: Uh, why
1: is that? Why uh, can't you all pack small? Uh,
0: you've got to have everything, just in case.
1: Not really. Not just that, but you can't organize anything. Like... When you pack stuff, Mm -hmm. I see you all just, like, throw shoes and everything in the suitcase. Don't even fold or anything.
0: Well, yeah, that's why you have to have a huge suitcase. I know,
1: but if you do that, then it just gets bigger and bigger. But then if you
0: buy something, you can pack tighter and then bring stuff back with
2: you. No, you can't.
0: (laughs) But, so, so, we've got all this, I mean, huge amounts of stuff. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, personally... And I don't believe many of us know what to expect in Japan. I'm uh, sure. Uh, to me, at that point, all I knew about Japan was taro, and taro was actually already back home. It was summertime. I
1: know, but See, all, you need, all you knew about Japan was taro. I knew, I knew is, taro. That is sounding horrible no, to me. It,
0: I knew taro, karate kid, and Godzilla. <laughs>
1: Yes, and then the karate kids is really not Japan, and Taro is not a like typical right. Japanese person right. anyway. And, Godzilla's and Godzilla is Godzilla is a like a fiction story. Right, so. right.
0: And I only knew Godzilla dubbed in okay. English. So, so anyway, so we don't know what to expect. So we need to take everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't know if we're going to be like in villages, like. Well, yeah. Or anything we have, you know, it's just we don't know. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and uh, so, so we've got all this stuff, and we get on the airplane, and uh, uh, I try to carry on a full suit bag, huge like suit bag, onto the airplane, and they won't let me.
2: Wow.
0: But I also not only did I, I only have one suit in it, <laughs> but it was filled full of CDs. Oh, okay. I was putting the CDs in the sides of it. Okay. So they're like, ah. And so I got worried. I'm like, man, them CDs are going to get broke. So I took the CDs out and had a bunch of rubber bands. And this is like 50 CDs. And I like wrapped them up in rubber bands. so by the time I got to Japan after uh, the airline people had taken away my baggage and checked it, all I had was 50 CDs wrapped in rubber bands and tape under my arm. That's all I had when I showed up. So
1: none of you guys had uh, any thoughts of why not just send these CDs by mail? Well, we
0: were we were quasi going illegally. We we were going without a visa.
1: I understand. So
0: we were having to sneak the stuff in.
1: (laughs) Also, Mm -hmm. you can send the CDs. Like a gift,
0: right? Right, right. We i, know. I didn't know that at the time, yeah. <laughs> that's a little advanced for uh, a 19 year old kid or whatever. True. But so, so anyway, so we've got all this stuff, and, and, and so we finally get there. Uh, Robin, who was our bass player, uh, she's from uh, Polka, West Virginia. Mm. Uh, her suitcase got destroyed in Chicago. <laughs> So, they had... I think they dumped all the stuff. Her, her little suitcase got destroyed, but they gave her one that they had found. Oh, gosh. So, they had, she had to dump all of her stuff out of her suitcase, but it broke a lot of CDs mm. and, and change it over to some random suitcase they gave so her. So, at
1: the end, of how many CDs made it?
0: And oh, we still made it with like three hundred and fifty uh, or four hundred. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah. How many CDs did you sneak in? Oh my
2: gosh!
0: So so we had <laughs> lots of CDs, but this was so long ago. The TSA can't. You are a fry, they know can't that, but it's
2: just. Oh my gosh!
0: So so we we roll into Japan, and uh, the first uh, the first day that we get there, we land at Narita Airport, mm. and that uh, until recently was the main international airport for yes. Tokyo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now there's Narita and Haneda. Yeah. And, uh, but so we landed at Narita Airport and I didn't realize that Narita Airport is still like an hour and a half away from Tokyo.
1: Actually two hours. About two hours.
0: <laughs> so, but it's called Tokyo Airport. Yes, but it's actually right. in Chiba. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's across Tokyo Bay and on the other side and everything. <laughs> and so, so we land and we get there and, you know, I, I've been studying a little bit about Tokyo mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm that like. should be a yeah huge city city. so we roll in and uh uh i'm like these guys pick us up these japanese bluegrass guys uh of course they come with one vehicle and they realize they're gonna have to take about five trips because we have so much stuff Uh and uh so they come to pick us up and we meet taro he Mm -hmm. meets us there and uh I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, wow, is this Tokyo? It's about like, I don't know, like Nash- Knoxville or Nashville or something. I'm I like, saw. it's not really that big. Or I thought fun.
1: you were to say like a Greenville or
0: something. Well, no, I mean, you know, Knoxville or something. You know? I'm like, wow, this is not really that big. But our first concert was at uh, a place in Chiba, a bluegrass festival. Mm-hmm. The Chiba Bluegrass Festival. Now, what I want to do with this story now is I'm going to stick a pin in it at Chiba, mm uh next time i'll talk a little bit more about my other Jap- japan stories mm. but i want to fast forward to our last concert
2: mm.
0: which was uh, we did about a two-week tour
2: mm.
0: and the last concert we did was at Takarazuka bluegrass festival which is the biggest and longest running bluegrass festival in asia mm. or japan mm. or asia also i
1: would say so
0: and uh, uh, it, uh, it featured at that point in time uh, over a hundred Japanese bluegrass bands over three days mm. and uh, so we were the special guests at that, uh, that event mm-hmm. so we went there and uh, I got to meet a lot of people for the first time from Japan and uh, Takarazga Bluegrass Festival as you mentioned earlier is near Kobe mm-hmm. which is also in the Osaka area
2: mm-hmm.
0: kind of Kansai yes. and that's kind of the the epicenter place of bluegrass in Japan. That's where it grew from and uh, 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 that's where it kind of became most popular first. So uh, uh, that area of Japan, we went to that bluegrass festival and I was, my mind was, I was Bikudishtah, which means surprised. Bikudishtah means surprised in English. Like really surprised. like, wow. At how many college-age bluegrass students there were
2: mm.
0: at the festival uh, Kobe University which is near Takarazuka festival had a bluegrass club mm. and at that point in time had over a hundred members so we were from the bluegrass college in Tennessee and they were the biggest bluegrass college and club in Japan we got meshed together and I started hanging out with them because we were roughly the same ages
2: mm-hmm.
0: and great banjo players, uh, great fiddle players, great guitar players, so many good friends mm. and I made so many friends that weekend mm. and what's strange is is that was that weekend at Takarazga and Chiba as well, but uh, at Takarazga, I met so many friends that I kept I've kept for the past 17 years. Mm. So so this so I'm going to stick a pin in that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Takarazuka Bluegrass Festival and I'll talk a little bit more about our Japan tour next time. But that leads me into this past weekend was the first time that I had returned mm. to Takarazuka Bluegrass Festival in 17 years.
2: Then,
0: no. And we got to perform with Taro mm. and a couple other people that I had met many, many years ago so, yeah. that that were from that area. Mm. And I got to see a lot of my, uh, uh, f- well, not a mm. lot, but a few of my friends mm. that were the same college-age friends that I made so long ago. And it's just, it's kind of emotional. So <laughs>
1: on so, that, yeah. you were yeah. about to cry
0: sometime. Yeah. Right? yeah, so many good friends. So. And, and the other thing is, is is some of some of them friends and I actually had uh, one one girl tell me this a couple of years ago uh, from me hanging out with them and I actually the next week just to kind of give a little bit more to the story, after the festival the next week I went to the Kobe University week long bluegrass camp mm. and really spent more time with those with students. Mm-hmm. But I actually had one of the girls tell me and several of them actually uh, have jobs that are in English,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, where they speak English. Mm-hmm. And at the time, not many, not not many, not many of them could speak very much English.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, but hanging out with me was an inspiration mm-hmm. for them to work on their English.
2: Yeah.
0: And they've got jobs in English, and that's kind of touching.
1: <laughs> Man, you're about to cry. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: it's, right it's so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but we spent the weekend at Talk, Roz, Go Tell them about kind of the weekend, kind of as you saw it, this weekend. Go, this my, weekend. Now. My triumphant return. You haven't been in how
1: long? 13 years.
0: 13 years. Okay. So,
1: so basically for you, it was about, like I said, 17 years mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the, I guess the first and the last was the seventeen. Yeah. years ago mm-hmm. for you and then uh, like I said back then you performed as ET ETSU bluegrass band uh, like a Japan tour yeah, kind yeah. of big time event well
0: we were the guest special guests yes. or whatever yeah
1: yes and uh, um, like I mentioned this is a, this was a 47th bluegrass festival of this that's a long
0: time long yes. time
1: and uh, in Colbe there's actually a place called BOM Service. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the ones who has the Bluegrass magazine, still goes called on. Called the Moonshiner. And mm-hmm. uh, they distribute the uh, Bluegrass, especially in Bluegrass-related CDs from the yes. United States. Bluegrass,
0: old time, old country. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, yeah. Um, sometimes they even have some CDs that uh, nobody has in like
0: special releases I got a, like a Keith remember that live Keith yes. Whitley CD I got yes. from them yeah
1: so if you are um,
0: it's me I, yeah, that,
1: that that's a boo but uh, um, if you don't know BOM service um, they have a Facebook page they have their own website as well um, you might want to check out what kind of stuff they uh, sell mm-hmm. or they do uh, to the Bluegrass community in Japan. But they organized this festival and uh, like I mentioned, the Taro's that that sub and uh, Toshiyosan mm-hmm. as the main person, but uh, Shin-san, Shin-Akimoto, Shin-Akimoto. Uh, who wears uh, overall mm-hmm. all the time.
0: Left-handed mandolin player.
1: So, so, so. If you... Uh, uh, I believe I uh, searched one time. I was wanting to see if there's like a some sort of a coordinate, uh, good coordinate for overall clothes or something. Uh-huh. And I typed the like, overall. Uh, coordinate or something in Japanese Uh and then Shinzan's picture first time. first thing but but, uh, he's always almost always wearing uh, um, Mm. overall Mm -hmm. but uh, they are the ones who put this festival together and they're saying they're gonna go on up to 50th time but I told them uh, why are you saying 50th time it needs to go on under 100 Mm -hmm. or are we gonna you can't survive. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so they put this great uh, festival together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time that I was there, the first time and the last time I was there was 13 years ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I was not really getting to know bluegrass yet much.
0: You were just starting to.
1: I was getting started mm-hmm. uh, to interest in uh, bluegrass music. I was actually playing with Tyrell. Mm mm-hmm and he actually brought me over there Mm -hmm. and back then i played with uh miyanaga-kun and the kanchan who we played with this weekend yeah and uh so back then i had no idea about bluegrass festival or anything but uh i had a really really great time so i got to go back Mm -hmm. this time and um they have changed a few things, like where the stage right, or, right, are right. at. But it's, or,
0: most of it's still very similar. So, so, so.
1: And then uh, Colby University students, uh, they are still kind of in school. They were having uh, like an exam time. Final, close by final or something exam, like that. yeah. But uh, they were still there. Uh, at least 50 students are there, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think... Uh... The, the actual difference is between an uh, American festival, a festival in the United States or Canada, or in a Japanese bluegrass festival.
1: Okay, so uh, most likely Japanese bluegrass festival. Like I said, even bluegrass music are uh, known to certain people in Japan, mm-hmm. but it's not big. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, that they don't have like a big background of push-up money. Type of situation. They
0: can't give like big sponsors that's or anything right. like that, yeah. So
1: basically whoever organizes mm-hmm. the festival have to pay down so much and then maybe Hope they could have just even out. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's really making anything but extra. most of the
0: time they don't even break even.
1: Not probably. really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's the thing. So uh, Bluegrass Festival, in the especially in the States, uh, you have those big-name people performing uh, mm-hmm. for uh, maybe two times a day right, or something right, right. like that. And uh, so they get to see two sets. Um, and uh, what, you would charge for three days or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Japanese festivals are the people who is going to perform mm-hmm. have to pay.
0: Right. Most of the performers pay.
1: Mo- all yeah. of the performers. Yeah, unless
0: they're guest.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then usually they don't have a guest anymore and mm-hmm. they can't afford it. So, um, most of the time everybody have to pay the fees mm-hmm. so that, uh, everything will work out for the futures as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so like uh, this time for this 47th Takarazuka Festival, there are so many bands performing. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like 12 minutes a band or something. It y- used to be, but this time it was a nine minute a band mm-hmm. to perform. And uh, the thing is, even if it was a 12 minutes or so, everybody plays more longer than the time.
2: Yeah, usually a little so, bit over. <laughs> like
1: a two hour... Over, yeah, it's it was kind of a normal situation, mm-hmm. and uh, these BOM people were like trying to find something you know in the line of they can put everything on time mm. or close to the time, so and so. So, they decided this year to do nine minutes, mm-hmm. which is very tough for me or you, or you know, somebody who's used to play. At least for...
0: 45 minutes. Yes, or yeah, 30 yeah. or
1: 45 minutes mm-hmm. a set. Mm-hmm. So, for the 9 minute, mm-hmm. we just thought of what we could do. Mm-hmm. And um, they put us on the very, very good time, like all kinds of uh, pretty well-known performers... Around us, Japan yeah. or around us. So... We needed to do something good mm-hmm. to entertain, so we played uh, one tier, a mm-hmm. uh, song as uh, Rolly Roly Poly, mm-hmm. and a new song.
0: I'm on my way back to the old home. So so so. And then we got the encore.
1: Encore. So we played the Turkey Shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Which was amazing. Eh? Mm-hmm. It was really really good. Um, so the performance was. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did also. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, not just a performance. Everybody at this festival, they cook something.
0: Yeah, right, right. And, Every and campsite is cooking a different kind of meal so, or something.
1: So, and uh, we were, or well, I was, actually a part of helping one of this guy, Miyanaga-kun, who mm-hmm. played guitar, guitar with us. With mm-hmm. us. Um, make takoyaki Mm -hmm. which is octopus balls
0: so Mm. and octopus balls are not octopus balls (laughs) Uh, octopus balls are not the testicles of octopi (laughs) octopus balls are chunks of boiled octopus like their legs or whatever and put in the center of kind of a cooked into a round ball, kind of like a pancake batter
2: mm.
0: kind of situation. Mm. Now, if anybody's interested, I'm getting ready to, here in just a few minutes, I'm going to post a instructional video that Leona and I just <laughs> made on how to cook octopus balls. So, so, so uh, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it up on our John Paul USA uh, Facebook page, which you can find at uh, uh, facebook.com slash JP and if you want to watch us do... It's just about 20-some minutes, so, but it kind of goes through what octopus balls are, how you turn them. So, so, so. Uh,
1: so, like, like um, yes. So, like, for you guys, what, hamburgers and uh
0: Hot dogs, Hot dogs or, or the festival yeah, food. Yeah, or sometimes like a big pot of chili or something. something which like you that. all do curry, which is the so, 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 same so, idea so. of a chili.
1: So so, so. But uh, takoyaki is one of the kind of like festival food to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So we we cook those type of food mm-hmm. and uh, some uh literally camps at the site Mm -hmm. uh we were fortunate to have a air air conditioned cabin room (laughs) (laughs) that helped us a lot yeah definitely yes because it was pretty hot in the daytime but the uh, nighttime was pretty yeah yeah not bad Mm -hmm. but uh so that's kind of what we did Mm -hmm. at um um bluegrass festival mm-hmm. what did you what did you think
0: <sighs> to me it was just an emotional roller coaster
1: because you saw those girls that you used to hang out yeah,
0: with. yeah yeah my old uh <laughs> sweethearts or no, whatever not
1: really no. he was just thinking so yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't really think yeah they about
0: didn't me. want nothing to do with me or something <laughs> but uh but anyway yeah just uh I don't know just just so much and just to see so many people Uh, It's like so much time has went by, but nothing changed. So, it's the same thing. So,
1: and then I really appreciate all these Japanese bluegrass uh, lovers Mm -hmm. um, because they basically, you know, taught us a lot and supported us Mm -hmm. and uh, basically took care of us pretty good. So, I felt like, oh, okay, this is kind of like my. Bluegrass family.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah.
1: not just we play bluegrass, or we're not just a friend or anything like that. But felt like this is a one
2: whole bluegrass. Yeah, because at the
0: Takarazuka Festival, it draws people from all parts of Japan. Mm. So you have Tokyo people and Osaka people and Shikoku so. people, and everybody's kind of mixed together. So. That's kind of the one festival where everybody just
2: Goes piles together. in.
0: So so. So. Uh, it was, it was great to see so many, so many old friends, uh, in one, one place. It was kind of complicated.
1: So, (laughs) So, so, so. because
0: it's like, wow, there's so many friends here. I can't give them all the time that I need to.
1: And also, uh, we got to do a little bit of a workshop with, Mm -hmm. um, mainly uh, univer- uh, Kobe University mm. students and Nagoya also University students also, <laughs> n- well that was also for mm-hmm. Nagoya University right. uh, just uh, Kobe University students couldn't organize <laughs> things well so right. we had uh, Nagoya University mm. students as well
0: and there were a few of their band members at the festival weren't there Nagoya, Nagoya U- University yeah.
1: yes so right now like I said the Nagoya University, Kobe University, uh, Hokkaido Taught, mm. and, uh, and Sendai. Sendai. Mm. So, so they are pretty, so, 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 having the pretty good bluegrass mm. students there. So we had a workshop for them. We did a band coaching kind of as a band itself to create band sound, how mm-hmm. to create those things.
0: Rhythm and timing. Yes, yeah. and
1: then, but I mean, uh, all them bands people, they were really, really good. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I was I was really pleased with everybody's yes. abilities.
1: So, 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 so basically what we talked about is kind of Japanese people are most likely shy. Mm-hmm. So, they just uh, kind of wondering, if I did this, then maybe they're gonna not like it or something they're kind of afraid to Mm -hmm. just jump in Mm. so i we talked about you know in bluegrass world like bill monroe did you just need to just just to get to the microphone and do it Mm -hmm. so that type of stuff that we uh kind of
2: talked
0: yeah
1: and uh and that was really good oh yeah definitely
0: definitely and, and I hope uh,
1: it helps
2: them.
0: Uh, if anybody wants to see any pictures uh, from that, I've got them up on my personal Facebook page, which is public. So even if you're not my friend, you can check it out. Mm-hmm. And that's at uh, Facebook.com/slash. Just just type in J.P.Mathis2. So mm-hmm. J P Mathis two, and you can you can observe my page all that you want to. So. Uh, We had a great time at Takarazga Bluegrass Festival. We rented a car and drove all the way from Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, That was a. How was it? That was a fun. fun. I drove. I I drove. I drove. I I drove all the way. (laughs)
1: Because you didn't want me to drive. No, it's too
0: scary. Okay. And uh, I drove all the way down there and all the way back. And and that was a fun experience, which we might can talk about at a later podcast individually. But but I love everybody at uh, Takarazuka Bluegrass Festival. And uh, bluegrass in Japan is strong, it's got a good future uh, with all of those young students down there doing such a such a great job I was glad to be a part of it and at the end of the day it's all about them mm-hmm. because uh, they're the people that'll be like me 20 years from now
1: they'll be like you? Well,
0: hopefully not like me no, no
1: I, but, I hope not but you know what I'm saying <laughs>
0: they'll, they'll, they'll continue on the continue on the tradition uh, on down the road but yeah. uh, but that was a great time and I and I highly recommend if you're ever if you're in Japan if you're from Japan or if you're in Japan and you're ever here the first weekend in August, mm. look up the Takarazuka Blue Bluegrass Grass Festival uh, and go to it. Uh, it is a, a a cultural experience like none other. Mm. Uh, it's a mixture of Apple. It's kind of like what we do here. It's a mixture of Appalachian culture, kind of thrown right into the middle of Japanese culture,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and. Uh, it is a phenomenal thing to see as far as sociologically and uh uh, just as as a human nature Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, it's a great weekend uh great time uh check out all of the uh if you know if you're in the united states listen you know go on youtube and just type in japanese bluegrass bands or japanese university bluegrass bands or something Mm -hmm. and check out some of the it's it's very interesting it's very it's very cool that the music lives strong uh, 8,000 miles across the ocean. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so that kind of that leads to the story that's part two of my origin story, mm-hmm. leading into Takarazga mm-hmm. uh, Bluegrass Festival. And uh, if uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, don't forget our new uh, email address, which is the T H E J P pod at gmail.com.
1: And also, don't forget to watch our YouTube. Our YouTube video, and cooking
0: YouTube. instructional video about the octopus balls. <laughs> uh, I'll put it up on the Facebook page at www.johnpaulusa.jp.
1: Eh?
0: Facebook.com. Oh, okay. Slash <laughs> johnpaulusa.jp. Okay, okay. Uh, just tap in John Paul USA and you can actually search it out on, yes. on Facebook. But I'm going to throw that up here in just a few minutes. Okay. And uh, just uh, keep us in your mind. We'll be back to you here shortly, uh, here in uh, week two or three. <laughs> uh, hopefully a couple, yes. within a week or two. Okay. And uh, this is this has been uh, episode 12 of the J.P. Pod, and I'm J.P.
1: I'm Fiddlin' Leona. Have
0: a good morning, good day, or good night, wherever you might be. Got it.